This WebmasterRadio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. Today's forecast calls for 6 to 12 inches and temperatures will only be in the teens overnight, so bundle up and... Imagine, you're planning your end-of-year reports, planning for next year. What are you going to do to monetize more in 2011? We're going to have clear and sunny skies with a perfect day of weather for everyone coming to AFCON 2010. Warm up your marketing strategies this December in our winter oasis for affiliate marketers. AFCON 2010 Florida, December 8th through 10th at the Fairmont Turnberry Isle Resort in Aventura, Florida. Sign up now at AFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Best Search Strategies, presented by EngineReady.com. Engine Ready doesn't just do the best search strategies, they create them. Now here are your hosts, Jamie Smith and Brian Lewis. Welcome to Best Search Strategies today. I'm Jamie Smith, CEO of Engine Ready. Engine Ready doesn't just use the best search strategies, they create them. Find out more at EngineReady.com or BestSearchStrategies.com. Thanks for joining us today. I'm joined by my co-host, Vice President of Marketing, Brian Lewis. How you doing, Brian? Hey, Jamie. I'm doing well, and how are you? Excellent. Very, very good. And um, today we're going to be talking about a, a kind of a checklist for hiring the right agency. And, and it, it would be nice if I could pull the audience today and find out how many of you are, are webmasters, internet marketers, and doing the search marketing in-house, and how many of you actually use an agency um, but but there's a pretty important checklist that we're going to share today that, that could save you from making a big mistake if you do decide to outsource it. Uh, and it also can help you identify um, if you're the right type of company to even outsource to an agency. You might be better off managing it in-house. Um, in, in terms of um, today, Brian, could you maybe start by helping the listeners kind of define um, when it makes sense to outsource uh, your PPC? Yeah, you know, you're, I agree with you 100%, Jamie. Before you start looking for that agency, you really need to figure out, is this something that maybe you do want to tackle in-house uh, where you have more control over over the uh, the results? You, you know, I think some of the factors that you need to look at when, when you're evaluating whether to outsource the management of PPC or keep it in-house, the uh, first one is, is real obvious. You know, do you have that level of expertise? And and uh, the, the the three kind of the three areas that that I always look at when I'm hiring new search analysts, search marketing analysts, is uh, they need to be really proficient in three different areas. One is in marketing. Uh, you know, are they good? Are they good copywriters? Do they understand selling benefits? Uh, a second area is analytics, because obviously that's how we're going to evaluate and measure success. Is we're going to be looking at the numbers. So is that something that that you as a company are comfortable doing? And do you have the, the necessary knowledge to go in there and dig through those numbers? Do you want to do that kind of stuff? And then finally, uh, are you comfortable you know, using a computer? You know, go, the Google AdWords interface and, and, and the Bing interface, uh, you know, they, they tend to change quite a bit. And, and it's got to be something where you've got to be comfortable going in there and not afraid to, to make any changes. So you know, certainly level of expertise, that's kind of a, a real basic one. Uh, another one is competitiveness of your industry. 
I mean, if you know, let's face it, if you're if you're selling iPhones, hey, that's that's pretty competitive. You know, you're going to have to really be on 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 top of the game there to to make sure that you got a positive ROI. If you're selling some really niche widget and you've got two or three competitors and they're not particularly sophisticated, hey, maybe it's a maybe it's a good uh, good reason for you to keep this in house and, and again have have a little bit more control rather than going through an agency. Make sure you have the available time, uh, and, and not only the time to manage the campaigns, but you need to set aside time to keep up on the research. Uh, I mean, Jamie, how often you know do you see changes in in the Google interface? You know, it seems like you know, Google is constantly changing stuff. Of course, they don't ever ad, uh, advertise or announce it, but uh, yeah, I'm sure you've seen that a lot. Oh, absolutely, and and that's I I think that's one of the biggest benefits of, of using an agency is that if you're just managing your campaigns yourself in-house and you have something happen like a new feature becomes available or some settings get changed uh, or the account starts performing poorly, uh, it's nice to be able to benchmark against other companies and find out it was it a global change that happened within the AdWords uh, or is it something I'm doing that's deteriorating my performance and when you have an agency obviously they're managing multiple accounts um, and they can kind of, uh, many times I've told a customer, uh, don't worry, the whole industry is down or, or you know, um, obviously can't share specifics, but you can let them know that it's a horrible day for everyone or we're having a rough month for most clients. It's definitely tied to the economy or, or other factors outside of your control. Yeah. And, and, you know, the agencies are trained to be looking for all those types of things. They're trained to be looking for the changes in the AdWords interface that no one knows about so that they can take advantage of them first. Uh, and then the last item, when it comes to evaluating whether to keep it in house or to outsource it, is and, and this one's a, you know probably a little bit different than the others, but do you have a passion to do this kind of stuff? And again, this is what I look at when I'm when I'm interviewing and hiring a, you know search marketing analyst. Is this something that you really enjoy doing? I mean, is this something you wake up in the morning and say, yeah, I can't I can't wait. First thing I'm going to do even before I get into my email is I'm going to log into my account at Google AdWords. I mean, that's that's really the feeling you need to have because. In the old days, hey, this was something that you could you could fit in, you know, between other tasks. Uh, but now it's so dynamic, it's so competitive that you really need to make it a priority. So if it's something you're not really excited about, uh, chances are you won't get the results uh, that you're hoping for, and that's probably a good reason why you would want to look towards an agency. Right. Yeah. And, and for those of the listeners out there that feel this may be a, a a pitch to to use an agency, by no means is that the case, and you can see it. At EngineReady.com, one of our opening homepage slides is talking about bringing your search marketing in-house. So we we evaluate each company differently, and sometimes the best, um, most efficient way to run your campaigns is to bring it in-house. So um, I hope it doesn't come across that we think it's it's the right thing to do to outsource because it's definitely not. It should be evaluated independently. But let's assume yeah. that you have realized that uh, using an agency is the right choice. Uh, based upon your resources and your goals, what advice can you give the listeners for efficiently finding the right agency um, and not making a mistake? Well, what we did uh, about a year ago is we put together a, a list of, I don't know, what was it, 57 questions, Jamie? That we thought yeah. that, uh, yeah, and of course you wanted me to cut that way down to like 20 questions. What I've done for the purposes of, of our short time here on the show is I've really summarized it uh, into three major segments. And those are questions that you want to ask yourself, questions that you want to ask the prospective agencies that you're talking to, and then the questions that you should be expecting the agency to be asking you. So let's start off real quick here with uh, a couple of the questions that you need to ask yourself first. And, and 
first thing is, is you need to know why why am I even interested in this? Why why am I going to be doing paid search marketing? And, and you know, some of you might be saying, well, geez, that's pretty obvious. I need to make sales. My competitors are there. And that's a terrible answer because you're not going to su- succeed at that if that is the general answer. And, and instead, you want to have specific goals. And, and I use the acronym SMART uh, to help me define goals. And, and, and the, uh, the acronym SMART, S stands for specific. Make sure your goals are specific, not just I want more sales, but I want you know, 100 more sales. Make sure they're measurable. Uh, if you can't measure it, you'll have absolutely no way to evaluate whether you're you're making the progress that you need to make. Make sure it's it's attainable. Uh, you know, are, are are you saying that uh, I'd, I'd like to be able to sell my widget for uh, for every click that comes in, every visitor I want to sell a widget? Well, that's probably not really that attainable. Uh, make sure that you have the resources. Either if if it's in house, make sure you have the in house resources. If you're outsourcing, make make sure that the agency that you're going to be working with has the resources. And finally. Make sure that your goals are time bound. I want X amount of sales or or X amount of profit in in the next month, the next three months, or even in the next year. Uh, you know, one of the things too that I think is real important is the qualitative factors uh, that you need to think about if you're, if you're thinking of going with an agency. You know, a, a good a good match with an agency requires that you and the agency kind of work along the same lines, kind of have the same working philosophies. I know, Jamie, you and I have talked about this before, how there's you know, tons of agencies out there, and they all have the kind of little differences to them. And I'm not talking about proficiencies here. I'm talking about their own little personalities that, that Jamie, I'm sure you've probably seen. Right, yeah. I mean, from the formalities, the communication style, um, you know, it, it, it can be completely different working with uh, two different agencies um, from a positive and a negative standpoint. But a lot of it uh, isn't tied to the results. It could just be um, this is, you know, they produce weekly re- reports versus monthly, or they communicate mostly through email versus another agency prefers to do everything through the phone. And and definitely, you know, pinpointing the type of agency you want to work with. Uh, do you do you prefer to kind of communicate through email, and is that a good means of communication, or are you someone that needs to have someone available 24/7 that you can talk with? And and you know, there really is no no right answer, except for the right answer is is whatever you whatever environment you seem to work best with. Right. Yeah. So good. Well, this is a this is a great start. We're going to take a, a, a quick break. Um, but for those of you who are just joining us, we're breaking down, um, you know, selecting an agency into to three segments. Questions you should ask yourself, questions to ask your prospective agency, and questions uh, an agency should be asking you. Uh, we'll be right back with Best Search Strategies hosted by Engine Ready. And today we're joined by Brian Lewis, Vice President of Marketing. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more Best Search Strategies. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic Tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic Tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka sound all the time? In my new book, ka 
how to run an online business that pays and pays, I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com and I'll give you a kaching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's K A C H I N G book.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the entertainment channel only on webmasterradio.fm. We now return with Best Search Strategies presented by EngineReady.com. Engine doesn't just use the best search strategies, they create them. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to Best Search Strategies today. We're talking about what to do when selecting an agency, defining if it makes sense to use an agency um, or if it's, is it better to bring your marketing in-house, specifically your search marketing or paid marketing. Um, and if you are going to select an agency, you know how do you make the decision uh, efficiently and get down to who's the best partner for you? And before we took that last break, we were talking about the different communication styles and formalities and personalities of the different agencies. Uh, and previously in a session, we covered you know what you want to ask yourself before outsourcing, identifying my goals. Um, understanding the type of agency I want to work with in terms of personality and the type of communication, email or phone. What types of questions uh, should we be asking the prospective agency, Brian? Well, I think it's important to first get get a background on the agency that they're thinking of working with. And and they're going to start by asking the agency what types of businesses do they have as clients. It, It definitely is helpful if the agency has had some some history, some hopefully very successful history, and some ongoing history with clients in the same industry, uh, and especially maybe not so much even the industry, but definitely if if you're e-commerce and an agent that an agency you're talking to is mostly dealing with lead generation, you know there, there's a world of difference there. Uh, so you want to strive to try to find an agency that has uh, experience where they can pretty much step right into your shoes and manage that without having to go through a very much of a learning curve. Uh, I know I get asked a lot uh, as, as far as how long have we been in business, uh, do our analysts, our search marketing analysts have certifications and, and that's something that again you should, you should be asking, uh, ask for references and ask for references from similar types of companies. If, uh, you know, if you're e-commerce, ask, you know, it, it's not going to be as helpful for you to get a reference from a, a lead generation type company as it would from an e-commerce type company. Uh, here is a little, this is kind of one of these uh, little secrets that not a lot of people know about. And definitely put this on your list of questions to ask. What is their ratio of clients to their search marketing analysts? This is going to give you a good idea of how much attention your account's going to get. And this goes back to the different types of personalities that agencies have and the different types of pricing. I mean, you'll see prices, if you search it all, you already know, you'll see prices anywhere from $50 a month to to ten to $20,000 to $30,000 a month and more. And, and part of that is due to uh, how much attention your account's going to get. So 
make sure you ask them that. And if they're afraid to tell you that, if they, if they say, you know, that's proprietary, then hang up the phone and look someplace else because that's going to be a much more accurate representation than saying, uh, you know, how much time a month do you guys spend on my account? Because the answer to that's going to be, oh, we spend, we spend plenty of time on, on your account. And Brian, you know, it's a, a really sneaky way to find that out without asking them directly what the ratio is. Is you just, you know, normally it's it's pretty common practice to ask how many clients do you manage your agency as a whole. Right. And some clients will say ten agent, ten clients, and or some agencies will say we only manage ten clients, and other agencies have hundreds of clients. And then you just ask a simple question, which is, uh, how big is your company, or how many employees do you have? And and when they tell you. Uh, we're a 30-people firm or 10-person firm. You can divide that by the number of clients and say, okay, assuming some of those employees are accounting and non-search marketers, you can start to kind of estimate what is the number of clients one search marketer manages. And if it ever becomes a ratio where it's more than seven or eight, um, you're really going to be negatively effective. And we've studied this uh, in terms of you know, how many clients can someone manage until the performance starts to get really bad and you know, the, the common uh, theme here is that uh, there's eight hours in a working day. So in theory, if you're managing eight clients, well, each client gets at least an hour a day. And if you get anything more than that, you're handling more clients than that. You're just not going to be able to do a good job. And even eight is a little too many, depending upon how your, your company is structured. And that's a great approach. I like the, the sneaky approach. Leave it up to Jamie Smith of Engine Ready to come up with a sneaky way to do it. That is good. Yeah, as you can find out. Find out how many clients they have, and then further down in the conversations, at some other point, you can ask them how many employees. I like that very good. And and one other one other thing to look at too with the agency background is uh, kind of what I generically call thought leadership. You know, do do they have people in the company uh, that are writing articles for uh, publications? Do they blog a lot? Uh, and, and and are their blogs well read and respected? Do they, do they have employees, or does their CEO speak at conferences? Are they involved in the online marketing community? And uh, you know, a lot of people kind of overlook this and say, you know, I just I just want results. And in fact, I don't want someone who speaks at conferences because I'm afraid that they're distracted. But the thought leadership is uh, is, is actually quite important. Right. Yeah. And and you could you could see how that may or may not be important to certain companies, um, but it certainly lends to a level of credibility because if you are um, an agency that has is, is, is not gotten good results or there's any sort of complaints about the agency that you're running or that you're continually to potentially work with, um, those people aren't going to be invited back to speak at conferences or write articles if there's any uh, bad press out there or bad um, you know, reviews of, your, of, of an agency's services, most likely those, those companies wouldn't be invited to speak and write. So you're right. It's another level of due diligence, uh, but it can mean a lot if, you know, does your CEO or does your vice president or any of your staff, uh, you know, participate in blogging or uh, speaking at industry shows? And, and, um, and that's definitely another area to check. Yeah, and what what I've found, you know, is, is when we go on the speaking speaking tour and we uh, we meet up with some of our speaking friends, is that the passion that they show in in the in search marketing by speaking and writing articles and those types of things, it permeates throughout their organization. It passes all the, all the way down throughout the organization, and the search marketing analysts pick that up, and the, and and that passion will come out as better results. So it's uh it, it's something you know you find out about uh, about how much these folks are really involved in the industry. Yeah, and one of the most important aspects that I think um, you're going to cover here next, Brian, but is, you know, what are you going to be given in terms of visibility and reporting? 
Uh, how frequent is that uh, available? Is it something you're logging into? Is it an Excel spreadsheet or a PDF that's emailed to you? How is it presented? How frequently and how granular is the reporting platform that that agency uses should really be a, a, a big decision factor because that's where you're going to be able to benchmark performance and make sure uh, their, their management fee is paying for itself. Yeah, and that gets into the more difficult task of how do you really evaluate their proficiency as an agency. And some of the ways that I think are helpful in doing that is uh, see what kind of examples they have of using advanced analytics, you know, things like segmentation, things like path analysis. Uh, and you might be saying, well, you know what, I don't even know enough about segmentation or path analysis to ask that question. I don't even know what it is. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Uh, because what what I think you should be interested in is not so much the answer they give, but the reaction to that question that you've just asked. Because if they sit there and stumble over themselves and can't answer that, it's not a good sign. You want to make sure that they, they do know how, uh, that they have used advanced analytics before and ask them for case studies. You know, show me exact results uh, of when you use segmentation. How has that helped the client with their, their cost per acquisition or the return on ad spend? Uh, when we get to the marketing side of things, ask them for examples of copywriting that they've done in, in either ads or if they've worked on landing pages that have increased conversion rates or lowered costs per acquisition. Again, case studies can be real, real helpful and even more so helpful if the case study has to do with your, the industry that you're in. Uh, sometimes uh, the agencies will do testing for you, A-B split testing, multivariate testing. Sometimes that's included. Uh, sometimes it's an extra charge, find out either way, and then find out how often they will be testing because uh, all good marketers know the only way we can get ahead is to continue to test. Uh, Jamie, you were talking about reporting. that It's, it's such an open-ended uh, issue there because it's more than just how often do you report. I mean, that's pretty easy to answer, but it's like, what do you report? And you, you obviously want that answer to be what's important to you. So, you know, one of the earlier things that we mentioned was to clearly define your goal. So when they talk about the reporting, make sure that they're talking about reporting some of the, some of the metrics that you've already defined uh, when you looked at uh, what was important to you as for your goals. And and this is this is kind of another uh, I don't know if I call it a sneaky question, but uh, it's it's one of those uh, Miss America interview questions that we've all been on job interviews before, and, and we hate this. Uh, but I'd ask the agency. You know, tell me about an area that your agency in your agency that you know you continually strive for improvement in. Uh, that's another way of saying you know what are your weaknesses, but not not so blatantly doing that. But but see what they say. And, and again, sometimes the way they react to that question or, or what they don't say is more important uh, than what they do say. Absolutely. Hey Brian, this is really good stuff. We're gonna take a a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna cover the final aspects of selecting an agency. This eight point checklist specifically. We're gonna talk about the contract. I mean, this becomes something that can really make or break your relationship in terms of what's in that contract, what clauses you need to review uh, before either you know signing off on it or passing it to your attorney. So thanks for joining us today for Best Search Strategies. We'll be right back talking about the eight-point checklist to selecting the right search marketing agency. Stay tuned for more Best Search Strategies. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. 
Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic Tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic Tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. The Joel Com Show, Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We now return with Best Search Strategies, presented by EngineReady.com. EngineReady doesn't just use the best search strategies, they create them. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to Best Search Strategies. Hello, world. I'm Jamie Smith, joined by Brian Lewis today, and we're talking about the eight-point checklist for selecting a search marketing agency if and only if you decide you want to outsource it uh, to an agency. We also talked about the benefits of of managing it in-house. But before the break, we talked about questions you should ask yourself and the questions you should ask a prospective agency. And before we move into... Uh, what the agency should be asking you. Can we touch a little bit about the contract and, and what to look for in the contract if we were happy with the proposal and we moved into sort of a contract mode with a potential agency? Yeah, there's a lot of things in the contract that you uh, that you really want to keep an eye out for. And, and I, mean, I can't even make it a real case as to whether you want to you know, hire an attorney or not to quickly look it over. I would say it, it depends on the amount that you're going to be spending. But here, here are just a couple of real quick things that, that you want to take a look at. Number one is... Uh, do you understand what the term commitment is in, in the automatic renewal? Uh, because a lot of the times when you sign up for, let's say, a, a four-month term, uh, in the, in, embedded in the contract will be an automatic renewal that not necessarily will be month-to-month. It could be it could be renews for the same period as the initial term, which is four months. I've seen annual contracts that renewed automatically for another year unless you gave at least 30 days prior notice. So make sure you, uh, you, you, you take a look at what the term commitments are. Uh, in the event that you guys have to go your separate ways with the agency, who owns the Google the Google account and the Bing account? 
at termination. Can you get that account back or do they say, hey, guess what? You know, that belongs to the agency. That's all of our work. You guys have to start from scratch. Obviously, that's not going to be a good solution. So you, you want to make sure that, that also you do have ownership of that. That should be in the contract. There might be some limits on communication or reporting in the contract. And uh, if you're working with an agency that typically uh, says we guarantee you X amount of clicks and they perhaps mark those clicks up, sometimes that could be uh, a little dicey. Make sure that you really, really understand what it is that you're going to be paying for. Are you paying the agency directly or are you paying this, the search engines plus the agency? Yeah, you bring up a really good point, Brian, and we've gone through these real pain points with clients of ours that are you know, about to engage uh, with us, but the contract automatically renewed for another 12 months, or uh, the agency does not hand over the account upon termination and you lose all your historical data. So when we fire up a new account, you, know, you have no historical data, your quality scores are poor, and you've got to work your way up. You pay a lot more per click in a brand new fresh account than you do with an account that has history um, and an established quality score. So uh, before we end today's uh, show, which has been really helpful, um, what about the agency? What questions should the agency be asking me if I'm looking, uh, you know, in, in interviewing different prospective agencies? Well, the first thing is, is that when you're on a call with a prospective agency, you should be doing more at the talking than they should. And they should be listening and asking questions. If they're giving you a sales pitch and not, and not really priming you for information about your company, then uh, they may not be the best fit for you. But here, here's a couple of specifics that you want to look for. They really should be asking you what your search goals are because they need to know, if number one, if your goals are realistic. And number two, do they think they can, they can meet those goals? And, 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 and maybe if, you're not, if the goals aren't realistic, they can coach you into a, a more realistic environment for setting those goals. And that way they can, they can then say to themselves, or say to both of both themselves and you, you know what, this isn't going to be a good fit because we don't think we can meet that goal, or yes, you know, we, we can work together towards that and we can, we can meet that goal and perhaps even exceed what your goals are. Uh, they probably should be asking you what analytics you're using because they, they're going to want to become familiar with the information that you already have, your analytics that you currently have. They want to be able to see where you've been. Uh, so I would think that they should should know that. Uh, definitely, they should be asking that. They should also ask, what is your unique unique selling proposition? Uh, in, in this situation, this is going to help them with copywriting. And of course, they can wait till after the contract is signed to ask you that. But to me, it shows that they're they're genuinely interested in your business and they're already thinking ahead. Okay, how can we promote this company? How can we make them different than their competition? Uh, another question that I'd like to hear from an agency is. Tell me, tell me what you've done in the past that's worked well and that hasn't worked well. You know, what, what have you done that could be improved? Again, this is, this is going to help them assess where you are in, in uh, your level of sophistication with paid search and, and what the history is of the, of the account. And uh, probably one other thing they definitely should be asking is, what are all the possible goals or actions on your website? You know, besides just selling something, do you have a newsletter? Uh, are you trying to get subscriptions to your blog? Well, I mean, what are some? Of, what are all of the actions or goals? So that way, they can have a pretty good idea of of what the scope of the project is going to be. Versus, hey, you know, we're just simply e-commerce. We're just selling stuff, or we're lead generation. We just have one form. They should really be be probing you for all the different types of things that they're going to have to be doing, and that gives them an idea of of the complexity of the account structure that they're going to be setting up for you in Google. Right. Yeah, and, and that also ties to the reporting. You know, if, if over half of our clients have multiple actions, meaning we're tracking 
not just one action. If it is just a sale or just a lead, um, the reporting is, is very simple in terms of your cost per acquisition, uh, if there's revenue being passed, your return on ad spend. Um, but if there are multiple actions, it becomes really important you ask the agency, how do they report that? Do they bundle all the actions, newsletters, sale, and leads, and contact forms into one aggregate total? Do they segment them out? How granular is that tracking, uh, which will also help you measure the performance? Any conclusions, Brian, as we've, we've run out of time, but this has been a great session. Uh, I think one other thing, too, is, is, is make sure the agency asks you, hey, have, have you done this? Have you managed this in-house before? Have you had an agency? What have been your, What have you really liked about the, the agencies that you've had in the past? Where they let you down? So that again is that that tells you that this agency is really trying to understand where you're coming from, what your history is all about, and and, and help you help to, to be able to assess whether they're going to be able to meet your goals or not. Great. Well, thanks, Brian. This was helpful, and and I know we have uh, a 57 point checklist. If eight wasn't enough, at uh, EngineReady.com uh, under our resources tab, and and if. Uh, any of you will be in Minnesota next week. Uh, I'll be speaking at the MEMA conference um, and then in Chicago at SES um, October 14th. And then, Brian, you're going to be in New York City uh, speaking at SMX East, uh, Paid Search, the next generation of ads. So hopefully you can reach out and see uh, Brian or myself or someone from the Engine Ready staff. And thanks again for listening. And please send us suggestions for topics you'd like to hear. Next week, we're going to be talking about the impact of Google Instant and how that's changing the game uh, from a search marketing perspective. Take care. We'll talk to you next week.